Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, you goddamn fantastic people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 questions about it. I say movie, I don't know if this is a movie. Sometimes it's a porno, guys. But anyway, anyway, showing my cards too early. Joining us this week, he's making his return after Space Jam. I thought that would have broken him, but he's back. It's Dory. How you going, Dory? I'm very good, Sam. Glad to be back and glad to be doing a movie with a bit of substance for a change. Yes. Is that substance silicone? (laughs) (laughs) Don't speak that. (laughs) The other person joining us? Oh, you've already heard his voice. It's a triumph for return. It's almost 88 episodes since he's been on. Since episode 100. Mitch, welcome back. Thank you. Has it been that long? It's been that long. Jeez, you dude. left us, Mitch. You moved cities and never came back. I have, I have. But thank you for having me back. And I'm glad I didn't have to use my uh, subscription fund to um, watch the visuals that were this movie. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't pay for this, would you? Uh, <laughs> Mitch, you'd never seen this before. No, what I- were your expectations? Um, oh, geez, I think just by the tones, the undertones that you guys uh, put forward, I knew there was going to be some serious visuals here. So let's just say it did not disappoint. Excellent, excellent. When we pitched this to you at work, I must admit, me and Dory started giggling like schoolgirls, I think is the best way to describe it. Schoolgirls would be the apt way to describe it. <laughs> and um, in this scenario, you being the two schoolgirls and Absolutely. me being the... Um, what was he? A um, not a psych- guidance counselor. Guidance counselor. So maybe yeah. it maybe it is fitting in this scenario. Maybe. Uh, usually we run through the plot. Dory, do you want to give a plot? Uh, the plot of this film is that there is a school in Blue Bay, Tampa, and there is a guidance counselor with some pretty damn hot students, of which he is accused of raping one of them. They go through some wild court scenes and turns out that it's all just a sham to weasel some money out of the rich parents. That leads to about 15 double crosses and <laughs> that's the movie. The funny part was I threw it to you thinking you were just going to go, I don't fucking know, but you've <laughs> gone and smashed it out of the <laughs> fucking well park. Looking at the scores for this film, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes and 52% on Metacritic. It's fairly middle of the road, but generally quite positive. Stars Nev Campbell, Kevin Bacon, Bill Murray, Matt Dillon, Denise Richards. Uh, So we'll just get into our usual spiel. If you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie, a movie, by asking 20 weird or wonderful questions about it. We start with 10 that can be applied to any film. We then move into three personal questions before finishing on a listener question or a Patreon question. The one we start with is the sandwich question. Which is one thing good and one thing bad and one thing good about this film. If we liked it, Mitch, since you're like making a return, why don't you lead us off? Sure thing. Let's let's start off with the obvious and the most positive out of this uh, film is some solid boobage. That's why I called it a booby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a negative. I was annoyed and frustrated with Susie's uh, squinty face. It's just I don't know. It just takes me back to the the scream days. And, yeah, just just kind of annoyed me. She's got a weird sort of manic pixie girl, but kind of, like, really needs to take a shit. Sulky. Yeah. Yeah, it just, I don't know, annoys me. And she just kind of, like, leans on the side of, like, the, the table or the room and just kind of gets away from, you know, the action. Just frustrated <laughs> me, anyway. And the final uh, compliment is Bill Murray, of course. He was the solid character that this film needed and mm. um what a pleasant surprise me being fresh to watching this movie of uh seeing bill murray's face in this film so the bizarre part for me was having seen it quite a few times as a kid and just completely forgetting he's in this mm. like when he popped up i was like it's fucking bill murray <laughs> what the fuck is he doing in this and uh, he just he fits the role so well yeah. you know it's th- that role is meant for him to, to the point where he's um Wearing that neck brace, it's it's him to a T. Oh, fuck yeah, absolutely. Cool, as a square out of 10,000 neck braces, speaking of which. <laughs> I um, I think I'll give it a solid 7,001. 7,001? 7,001, I enjoyed it. Um, my, my usual stock standard reference point is a, you know, a six and a half, and 
I'd recommend this to somebody, and uh, actually, I did today. So, uh, yeah, stick to my 7001. Over to you. Yep, I'll give it a compliment sandwich. Um, first good thing about it is the cast in general. Like, it's a pretty big-name cast, as you've covered over. Like, there are, you know, even for non-movie buffs, there are at least five people that everyone's heard of in this movie. And if you tried to sort of recreate that, maybe they weren't as big a names as they were going to be at the mm. time, but th- that's just good good scouting, I guess. Negative thing, I watched this with my wife, and she pointed <laughs> out straight away, no, it was the... Um, the background scores, like the music that went with the movie, it was corny and dated, and it just sort of, you know, when you try to set the scene with a bit of background music, it's just it cringed, and it was it was noticeable. You normally just you're not supposed to notice it; it's just mm. supposed to set a, a mood. And when you do notice, when it, you do notice yeah. it, that's a problem. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It's either the best fucking score you ever heard, or it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And final good thing is it's pretty controversial. There's lots of like sort of cringy. You know, like, you don't know where you fall, you don't know who you trust, who you like, like this, and that flip-flops through the movie. So I I feel like, you know, it's good, I wouldn't call it a thinking movie, but (laughs) it strikes emotions. Pulls your emotions, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I was just thinking then, yeah. Mm. Interestingly, it has been billed as a film with four antagonists. Yeah, fair enough. Which is, like, pretty unusual for a film. Like, unless it's like, okay, this is an entire villain piece, sure. But you don't realise that any of these people are the antagonists until mm. it fucking strips away. Uh, yeah, strips I, away, I like what you did there. I think Mitch was about bang on. Uh, with, bang on, I see what you did there. About, <laughs> I see what you did there. With the, I see what you did there. You know, 7,123 neck braces. Oh, I think like it, that's, that's about what it is. Hmm. This is kind of funny for me because I literally want to give it a shit sandwich, but I want to give it a, like a positive score. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many bad things in this film. Don't get me wrong. There's so many fucking terrible things in this film. Yet, like, first good thing, like, yeah, the twist upon twist upon twist. Like, I, I generally sort of generally sort of remembered what had happened originally when I first watched it. But as it played out, I was like, holy fucking shit, where the fuck is this going? You know, like, after 20 years of having not watched it, it was like, well, fuck, this is, you know, this is pretty awesome. Um, the bad thing, the first 15, 20 minutes takes a while to get where it's going to try and go. It's kind of awkward, because we, we talked about doing this, and the first five, ten minutes I text you guys, I was like, I don't think we should be doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Valid. I really don't think we should be doing this. And then, yeah, final good thing is what these guys mentioned. The, the performances, and we'll go in, I'll go into a little detail about one of them a little bit later, but the performances is like, like no one really sort of mentions Denise Richards in a breath of like Oscar-worthy performances or anything, but she crashes in this. Like, she's really good. Nev Campbell's really good. Matt Dillon, Kevin Bacon... Uh, Bill Murray, even like the other ones like Robert Wagner and all that sort of shit. Like, there's no slouches in this, which is quite surprising from a film like this, which is pretty much like like the softcore porn that we used to watch at midnight here in New Zealand. Oh, if you came across this at like kind of 10, 30, 11 when you just went to bed, you'd be fucking stoked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be pitching a tent in bed, that's for sure. <laughs> 100%, man. Absolutely. Uh, as a square out of 10,000, yeah, about 6,969. Pretty good average. 69, there. 69? 69. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, guys, we actually have a very special treat because I know, like, after we, after we, like, teed up Showgirls, I mean, after we did Showgirls, we obviously had to do wild things together. But unfortunately, we have one of our friends out there in the podcast universe, Emily Higgins, who is, like, one of the biggest fucking fans of wild things right yeah so just as a special treat for you our listeners i reached out to her and said do you want to send us your sandwich so we're going to listen to emily's sandwich i'm going to insert Ooh. it and then we're going to offer our, uh, our thoughts on what emily had to say okay, all right. but here we go hi this is emily butting in to make sure that everyone here is making the right choices i got a hyperbole sandwich to share about this incredible film okay compliment one this cast look at it guys the Denise Richards, obviously, I mean, the the train of hits that she had between this Starship Troopers, Drop Dead Gorgeous, The World Is Not Enough, movies that I love, except for James Bond, because who cares? But the others, <laughs> fantastic. Nev Campbell, right? We love her. Scream, incredible. Them together, great. Bill Murray is here. Matt Dillon, Kevin Costner, sure, 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 whatever. 
Denise Richards' mom, who looks like Kim Cattrall, but isn't. Shocking fact. Uh, this movie has so many beautiful late 90s people, so many thick eyebrows, which I appreciate. <laughs> Middle compliment, even greater compliment. Great thing, not just a good thing. The twists, okay? I don't care if you think it's stupid now. The last five minutes of credit sequence of insanity of being like, actually this, actually know this, actually this. Love it. Great. Good. Because you know what? Final compliment. This is a great twisty thriller mystery. And I think it all makes sense. And I think that you can't find a single plot hole in this incredible film. <laughs> also, remember that phone Denise Richards uses in it? It's the biggest phone. It's so funny. Oh, that yeah, moment, that, that twist so moment when Denise and Matt Dillon get together and you're like, what? And then Nev Campbell's there too with the champagne. What? Incredible film. 10,000 out of 10,000 neck braces. Whoa. 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 <laughs> That's all I think we can say to that. Emily, aside from the fact of, I don't know, Kevin Costner was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I thought I was just getting a boner, but Emily must have been finger bashing the shit out of herself for this one. <laughs> Emily, just uh, great, great to hear from you. It's been a while. From my end, not yours. A couple of synergies there. Cast. There's a there's a there's a link there. Yeah, I think she she nailed it, but I think she just had a different spin on it than we did, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, let's move us over to our set of questions. First up is question two. First of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of our man Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon as well at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. On it, he posts a ton of awesome content, video essays, essays on Medium, YouTube recommendations. All that sort of good stuff. But uh, this week, Dave, it's a special treat. Mitch is going to read out your question. So what's his question there, Mitch? Hey, Dave. I hope, um, I hope you're well. Um, the question this week is, what two characters would you want with you at a house party? It's pretty easy for me. I want Mrs. Van Ryan, a.k.a. Sandra Van Ryan, which Ooh. is uh, Kelly's mum. Who greets you quite... Um... She wears zero clothes. Yeah, she's yeah. an old cougar. She's loaded. And she looks like she knows how to have a good time. Oh, well, she does, right? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I don't know the second person's name, but we'll just call him the alligator trainer from the trailer park. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> he, like, dude, he's a barrel of laughs. Oh, like, shit. He puts his head in, cro- in alligator's mouths. He just, he seems down to earth. And, um, you know, he's into entertaining. So both of these people, I think, would keep you very much entertained at a party. So I reckon, I reckon he would um, happily take on the alligator, but I reckon he'd be a, a little bit intimidated by Emma's mum. Exactly. So there wouldn't be any competition there. She'd be left for you. I believe I like the guy's that. name's Walter. Yeah, that's a good pick. Walter. Very good yeah. pick. Yeah. I forgot about Walter. Uh, I, I'm on the same tact as you with Denise's mum. God, God, she knows how to party. And she's loaded. Yeah. And so what I was thinking was get her there, get her boozed up. You'd go to her house. Why would you get her there? The party would be at her house. Yeah, good fucking point. Okay, go to her place, have a good time. But I want to take along Bill Murray because I want to sue this bitch as well. (laughs) (laughs) I know she doesn't have much money left after fucking, after Denise Richard, all these guys took it. But fuck it. If I'm not going to go there, have a good party, have a good time, and then fucking cash out on the way out. It sounds like a good idea. I like it. I feel, um, (laughs) I'm regretting my choices now. (laughs) Um, since there's so much, you know, female content in your face, I'm like, fuck this. We need a lads. We need a lads. Um, boys night. Boys night. Boys night. So I've gone for um, principal art um, as my first. Just and, and and stay with me here. Stay with me here. Oh, are we because are? I feel principal art and Bill Murray is on the complete other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And I feel a good house party is when. It's not when you have all the crazies together, but it's when you manage to convince the frigates to convert into to crazies. Cr- yeah, okay. yes, yeah, yeah. That is my pitch there. Yeah. yeah, all right. And with the with the lads, and I feel like Bill Murray, you know, neck brace, he'll manage to convince Principal R, and we need to corrupt him. Everyone else is fucking corrupt in this in this movie. How do we get him across the line? Yep, I like it. I like it. I think we can turn that square into a. Octagon. <laughs> circle? <laughs> Just go off circle. <laughs> uh, moves us over to question number three. What is it? Dory. Question number three. Which character in this film would totally fall from a, for a pyramid scheme? Are we all going to go over the same answer of well, Kevin Bacon? Well, no, actually, I went, for, um, I went for Kelly. Okay. I feel like she kind of fell for a pyramid scre- scheme. She got conned. She did. She yeah. was the first off the rank to get 
to get done, really. Yep. You know? Yeah, she so, was the first double cross, and she lost big time. Exactly. And yeah. what happened in your py- pyramid scheme? If you're in be- that slot, you're and, fucked. And to be fair, she had the least to gain. Like, the money she... It was coming anyway. It was hers, right? Like, she, that's a good point, actually. She yeah, embezzled yeah, yeah, her own money. Yeah, yeah you, what an you, idiot. You, she took the biggest risk, and yep. she lost the most. So, Surely a smarter scheme would have been to have her mum killed, right? 100%. 100%. Isn't it when she gets you, the money? You get the inheritance. Yeah. She got played the hardest. Yeah. The only reason we went for Kevin Bacon is because he just seems like a general dum-dum. You know, like, he was the only one that wasn't trying to kill the others. I mean, okay, admittedly, he does kill um, Denise Richards' character, but he does it in a way that, oh, I don't fucking know. I don't know where that was coming from. He just struck me as a type of dude that threw away a successful police career to have a shot at some money with a dodgy motherfucker. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, you know, he's dodgy as fuck as well. Sure. But something about him just made me think, yeah, you showed up at his house, some Tupperware. <laughs> well, what's... Can I agree to disagree here? Yeah, absolutely. That's what See, I love about this podcast. I think that you're fully wrong. Because <laughs> you're close to the truth, but you've got it all wrong. Okay. Please expand. The Ex- most, uh, expand, the f- most foolish person in this movie who has the wall pulled over their eyes the whole time is Kevin Bacon's sidekick, the female detective. Oh, yeah. At least yeah. Kevin, she, she was my second choice. At least yeah. Kevin Bacon's in on it. Yeah, like, yeah. She's got no idea. She's got no idea yeah, the whole time. At least, yeah. at least. She, she, got, was, she was my second She choice. is being led the whole way. And then even at the end where she has, like, she's got a crush on the main villain of the movie and he takes her into her room and, like, Sort of half seduces her, looks like he's about to fuck her, even though she knows he is bad, and she still kind of would go for it. You can see she's like, if you want to do this right now, do it. And then he just leaves her hanging. I think she's just generally pretty thirsty. She's It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since she's had a bit of action. You know, so she's, any any kind of taste she can get, she'll take it. She's, She's an idiot. Oh, shit, yeah. She is. No, fair call. Yeah, yeah, no, fair call. She was my second, she was my second choice. Anywho, it moves us over to question number four. Uh, what quote from this <laughs> film would be the worst to hear immediately after you finish having sex? Uh, the most famous quote from this film is, No little bitch could ever make me come. <laughs> if someone said that to me, like after sex, I think it would crush my, like, my soul. I don't think I could probably ever have sex again and feel like I've done a good job. <laughs> Yeah, at the if, moment, listeners, if <laughs> yeah. if he's ever heard that <laughs> yeah. before, if it's really annoying when it uh, rhymes with something you've heard, like no little Mitch can make. Would make me <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh fuck, this is way too close to the no. <laughs> too close to the bone. Man. I'm a big boy. Um, fuck you. At least I came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a race, right? <laughs> no, mine was um, when Kelly's like. I miss dad. And just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, fucking hell, please. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Yeah. I'm going to admit that there's like, okay, for a film in which a guy named Sam gets accused of, of sex crimes, there's a thousand. There's a thousand for me. Of course there's a thousand. <laughs> but the one I'm going to go with, and I don't necessarily agree with the use of the R word, is... Are you retarded or just brain dead from whiffing fumes out there in the swamp? <laughs> I've got to actually clarify. When you said the R word, there was a few different words that went through my head. I, I didn't think you were going to come with retarded. Well, Dory being a ginger was like, don't call me Ranga again, mate. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll fucking slap I'll you. I'll fucking storm out of here, cunt. Anywho, uh, moves us over to question number five. What is it there, Mitch? Question number five is, what was the biggest load of bullshit in this movie? The biggest load of bullshit in this movie was Kevin Bacon being included in the movie at all. Just what, as in not required? Not or? required whatsoever. Can I, can I clarify? Like, well, please expand. What, uh, expand. Yes, okay. please tell me how he's a dumbass into fall for a primary scheme. <laughs> okay, for a start, why would you get Kevin Bacon involved in the whole thing? Like... They had it. They had it covered already, and then when they have pulled off the initial lawsuit and got the money, as in, why do you involve him in the con? Is that what you're saying? Why are you involving him yeah, in the con? He's yeah, yeah. he's unnecessary. Yeah. He does. He serves zero purpose. Why tell him where you're going? Why you tell him you're going? I'm going to the Caribbean. What island are you going to? But, uh, uh, so Somalia. After after they they pull off the con and get the money, 
Kevin Bacon's the one sniffing around going, this isn't right. They, 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 it's a con. And he's the one actually sort of leading the police to the fact that it is a, Real. a deception. Yeah. If he was in on it, he would just be like, shut up. Okay, it's, it's gone away. Let it go. Let it go. So that was literally going to be one of my questions. It was, what the fuck is Kevin Bacon up to? Like, what the fuck's he up to? Because, like, he... he was served, he doing that to get rid of Denise Richards? He serves no purpose in the whole con. Yeah. He's, he's irrelevant. He kills the main character in the whole thing for no apparent reason. That's how, what I feel like he was trying to do, was trying to get rid of her so that he could be with him. Like... It's there, sort of implied that maybe was, they're hooking up. There, yeah, see, this is... I'll get to this later from mine, but I feel like there's a bit of a thing there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But how can... I mean, maybe it's sign of the times, but, you know, yeah, let's... Two gay chicks, great. Let's fucking show heaps of that. Mm. Two gay dudes, I will allude to it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come on. Subtle hints. Come on, 1998. Sort it out. <laughs> I want to see some dick. No. <laughs> I, I read in the trivia that they cut a scene of the two of them, the two guys. Hold showering. on, I thought you. Hold on, I thought this was the extended version. Extended, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extended, extended, uncut version. No. no. Um, apparently, they cut a scene of the two guys in the shower because it was too gratuitous. A film in which we have random lesbian attack into lesbian sex. That was too gratuitous. Seeing yeah. two of them in a shower to give it. Just showering, not hooking up. Oh, too just, gratuitous. Just um. You know, lathering up my back type of thing. Yeah, just, you know, no, scrub hey, my back. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, a, that's a football team thing. Yeah, it's right. Even yeah. if it was gay, who cares? It's 2021. Yeah. Well, it's 1998. <laughs> Even if the game was on Saturday and this was Wednesday night, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's called training, Sam. It's true. The, the one for me is that we, we see a pair of teenage kids standing outside watching Denise Richards and another girl wash his car. And then later on, we see Denise Richards leave, and they're still outside playing basketball. I'm sorry, those two kids are off somewhere, batting <laughs> off. <laughs> There's no way they watched those girls do that and then just went, <laughs> okay. I, I, we see them checking them out, man. Yeah. I was a teenage boy at that age. If I'd seen that shit. Two girls turn up to a car wash wearing nothing but white clothing. Yeah, white clothing, spraying each other with hoses, getting wet. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't be the only ones needing a mop and bucket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. My, my tack on to that was that Denise Richards went into the house soaking wet, came out bone dry. I know she got boned, but I don't know if she was going to be bone dry. Oh, look, mate, I don't know if you've had some serious um, sessions before, but if you do it right. No. no. <laughs> I usually get them more wet, Mitch. Oh. I, I, I do the ironing. <laughs> Show off. The drying. <laughs> My thought for this was... Um, oh, yeah, you do the drying, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Keep going. Keep trying. Yes. <laughs> keep trying me. Oh, my God. If you do the dishes after this, I am going to come. <laughs> Take it's, out the rubbish. It's so, so close to the truth. <laughs> um, All the wives out there, you know it's true. It's so true. Um, no, my... Um, I think the biggest bullshit, really, was that um, the fact that Lombardo shagging Kelly's mum didn't come out until, like, the live court case. Dude, everyone knew about that. Yeah, you know, it was all, common knowledge. It was common knowledge. And then only at that point does it break out, and it was a surprise to everybody. Yeah. You know, I thought that was a little bit, ah, come on, man. That's, that's a bit of a stretch. And that's, that's a, I think it's a pivotal point in the movie where you're like, oh, fuck, shit's, shit's going Lombardo's way, you know? Mm, 100%. I must admit, one of my other questions was going to be, why do you reckon Kelly's dad killed himself? But I think fucking, it's pretty obvious, right? The mom was banging every dude in town. Well, if your missus was <laughs> chilling in the balcony with cans 90% out, you know, you'd be um, questioning yeah. life, wouldn't you? I feel like he was rich enough to replace her. Well, he replaced her no, previous she, wasn't set of... Wasn't she the rich person? No. Like, wasn't he cuckold in the situation? So he was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll kill myself. My daughter's a fucking idiot and... My wife's, a, my wife's a bit of a hoe bag. Yeah, I, I got the impression it was his money. Well, uh, yeah. there you go. That's why her money was tied up in a trust when he died, because it was all from him. Hey, but, there we go. Dory was paying attention to the story. <laughs> I, I fucking love economics, okay? <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to marry into money for some time. <laughs> my, my wife and I both acknowledged that was our big fuck up. We both married poor people. Amen, brother. <laughs> Anywho, question number six. Another Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of our man Dan Brennick of Netflix and Swill, an awesome podcast that covers all things Netflix related. 
Go check them out. I'll be on a episode in December talking about Witcher Season 2. Cannot wait for that. But uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's this question there, Dory? The question number six is, what character was the true MVP of this film? First of all, I think we've got to rule out Matt Dillon's character as being the main character, right? Agreed. Yeah, I mean, because okay. that's obvious. Yeah. I think he's got the most airtime. But um, the one for me is at the end, we see Nev Campbell come out of the bottom of the boat and she's wearing a blonde wig, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go for a character who's not in the film. I'm going for whoever sold her that blonde wig because that was <laughs> fucking horrendous. And if you could make an ugly blonde wig like that and sell it to her, then fucking good for you, man. Was it a wig You're or was it, just well. a, was it just hair dye? Or, yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, maybe she gave herself her own haircut. Can I, can I that would it, be more believable. Can I take it one further as well? Like, who fixed her teeth? Because she ripped her teeth out, but she had teeth on the yacht. They thought of it. Here we go. Same, maybe the same guy who did her hair. Maybe he the was, same guy. He was herself. like an orthodontist slash, you know. Barber. Barber salon. <laughs> yeah. You know. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Maybe in like the Caribbean you can get that at like a one-stop shop. Mate, let, yeah, well, let's like, be honest. If you've got, what, eight and a half mil. Yeah. Ready to go, you'll get a tooth and a wick or hair dye straight off the bat, man. Come on. Good. Um, yep. I went for a minor character, but, mate, he he piqued the interest. It was our mate, Jimmy. Jimmy the boat student. Yeah, Jimbo. Yeah. I think Jimmy, Jimmy the boat student is, let's be honest, we're no one else in this movie. We're Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. We are Jimmy. Yeah, you know, we're, we're just we're a hanger Jimmy. on her. You were hanging on, hanger on her, but he was fucking funny. Like he had some good lines. Oh, good lines, and you know when he's in the in the jeep, and you're next to Denise Richards, he's showing the emotions that we all would. Yeah, just, absolutely, you know, like cringingly awkward, trying to get her attention. Oh, yeah. no. Is he trying to get the attention, or is he just like gobsmacked that he's managed to sit next to the hottest chick in his year, and he's touching thighs? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Good on you, Jimmy. Good Not you, getting Jimmy. any. <laughs> Jimmy, I love you, mate. Good on you, Jimmy. What about you, Dory? I went for the trailer park manager, the woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she actually seemed to basically have the whole story down pat, as you found out in the credits. But she sort of had her finger on the pulse the whole time about the whole scene with the rich people, the poor people. She was the missing link. If you want goss... Yeah, you'd talk to her, for 100%, sure. Yeah. 100%. She, she knew, knows what's going she on. She knew everyone's backstory. Yeah. And nothing seemed to phase her either, like where the cops bust in <laughs> or like nah. whoever, whoever it is rocking up. She was cool, calm, collected, dragging on her cigarette. She, yeah. she knew how to handle herself. She was literally Wikipedia and Ancestry.com rolled into fucking one, right? Yeah, 100%. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she's also the, um, the, she's the, the, the character where, or the person you know in real life where you're like, did you hear about Sandra? Yeah. <laughs> but then also, when the cops rock up, they're like, hey, don't fucking fuck around with Sandra. She'll, she'll kind of, you know, back you and still, yeah. Anywho, that moves us over to question number seven. <laughs> you guys have already answered this for me, but what's something that you guys notice in this film that you don't think other people might have immediately noticed? So I'm just going to cut in there. My one was literally old mate in the fucking, what was it, Land Rover or whatever? Oh, yeah. And, he's, sitting beside, like that, and yeah. he's got the most creepiest look on his face. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this guy is fucking creepy. But Mitch, take it away. Yeah, uh, just uh, probably no one noticed this one, but Denise Richards' nipples. No. no. Really? When? Yeah, he missed it. It was Fuck just off. like side like corner of 13 minutes 52. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and you just get a little glimpse. Do you reckon anyone? Probably, nah, probably not, nah, nah. Probably not. And then, you're kidding on, me. on top of that, where she, when she's in her bathing suit, you can actually see through it. <laughs> Denise Richards. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch. <laughs> I feel like I've watched a different film. <laughs> so, no, actually, my, my, so my real one. It's <laughs> Kevin Bacon's penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You, also, so 13 minutes 57. No. Uh, <laughs> Now, it's um, where uh, Professor Lombardo, when he's actually acting in some, um, you know, prof- or, you know, a... a um, assembly. Assembly type scenario where he's, um, he's writing up uh, on, the, on the chalkboard what we're discussing at this attendance and in huge capital letters is the word sex and then crammed in to, to the right side of the board is the word crimes and you can tell he's just like as he's writing he's like fuck i need to fit the s in here 
I've done that so many times. Like you know, <laughs> yes, when you, you, you get given a confined amount of space to write something, and you start off in size forty-eight font, <laughs> yeah. and by the end of it, you're down to size eight. <laughs> it's like yes. Uh, I, I thought you were meaning there that you've had so many times you've had to write down sex crimes on a form or something. <laughs> I thought you were going to go where I went really hard with sex and didn't think about anything else or anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dora? Did you did you notice the nipples? Yeah, did you notice the nipples? <laughs> now you mention or bacon's it. bacon's penis. I thought I did notice a bit of nipple, but I was too busy whacking off. I can't re- remember. <laughs> um, Valid. One thing that I noticed that I don't think other people did, and I think this is actually pretty accurate. I'm a I'm a sea guy. Right? Oh yeah, your 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 name is Dory yeah. for a particular reason. Yeah, I'm right into my fishing and boating and stuff. At the start of the movie with Jimbo, who's getting a lot of airplay, by the way, for a very minor character. <laughs> Three lines in the movie, and yeah. we've talked about it more than Nev Campbell. Or yeah, correct. Dylan or- yeah. So Sam. Sam and Jimbo are talking about, you know, how to how Don't call him Sam. <laughs> when Sam and Jimbo are looking at these two at this massive, awesome boat cruising across the harbour and Jimbo's like, That's what I want. And Sam goes, Nah mate, that's not what you want. You want that shitty old yacht over there. That's a real boat. Whoop, 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 whoop. What did he's, you just say? He's fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you want the first boat. Don't listen to Sam. That's the moral. Don't listen to Sam, yeah. That's, well, the that's fact that you immoral. said one was a yacht. Yeah, one was a yacht. It wasn't so even a boat for doesn't sure. Doesn't even qualify, right? I mean, North American people, you may argue, you know, yachts and boats. You guys, I'm talking about the, a sailboat. The traditional. A sailboat, that's a yacht. <laughs> and a, a cruise ship, <laughs> that's a boat. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Dory. Uh, moves us over to question number Eight, also a Patreon question, comes courtesy of our man, Julio of the Contrarians podcast, a podcast which rages against the Rotten Tomatoes machine, so they'll take a universally beloved film and argue why it's shit, and then offer their real real talk at the end. Alternatively, they take a hated film and uh, say why it's good, and then same thing, offer their real talk at the end. Did a great episode recently called The Embrys, I'm very proud of you guys, it was pretty awesome. But anywho, what's the question there, Mitch? The question is, what is your most controversial opinion about this film, Dory? I struggled with this one. There's a few. Um, I think maybe the fact that it's a fucking shit movie, but somehow it's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Absolutely. It's fucking shit. Like, I sort of, I think Emily almost touched on it in a positive light with her compliment sandwich, and she sort of pointed out that there's so many holes in this movie, it doesn't work, nothing actually really makes sense, Emily. It keeps you you're riveted. You are captivated the whole time. It might have time. been something about those nips that you suggested. Maybe I subliminally noticed them. Or Kevin Bacon's hog. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Bacon's massive schlong. <laughs> but it's shit. But can I, can I take that one yeah. further? And it ties into my answer. I think the fact that we enjoyed it, but the fact that I'd probably enjoy a remake... Oh, is the point where I'm like, hmm, that's the controversial. That is controversial. So, like, given that remakes are never ever popular, oh, well, so no, they never but, never really. But I think for, if but, yeah. you Space Jam it. was pretty good. Oh, fucking Space Jam was amazing. <laughs> if you'd like to watch our episode on Space Jam, <laughs> yeah. click here. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's, shit that's, sandwich. that's my um, controversial opinion. I actually agree with you, Mitch. I actually agree. Actually agree. Um, I am going to go very controversial because there's a lot of fans of Bill Murray out there. I'm going to say this is Bill Murray's best performance. Oh, wow. I mean, right, right. I like, like, we all love Ghostbusters, right? We all love Groundhog Day. We all love Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation maybe is our best performance, but there's something about this from start to finish, and maybe it's because he's such a short role. Like, he's only in it for about 20 minutes. Well, as you said, start to finish, that's that's probably a key thing to consider. He yeah. is not there from start to finish. He's a he's not. cameo. Almost, he's not a cameo, but... Multi- a, multiple cameos. Yeah, he is. And, yeah. That's, he, and he's a little bit of relief. Yeah. He's a little yeah. bit of relief as to what this film kind of needs, you know? He's he, pop- is he the only person that's sort of fun? In this movie, like everyone else is very dry balls. In a lot of ways, and that's what I was sort of saying, the first 15, 20, 35 minutes or whatever, before he shows up, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Well, he doesn't and then when fuck, he, right? He, like, honestly, I think he thought he was in a different movie. You know what I mean? Like, this <laughs> like, is around that's, the time. That's, that's that he, pretty uh, Bill Murray, isn't it? It's like, fuck, uh, Nick Brace for this film or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But like he like he was filming. I think Kingpin came out like 1996. Like it's that sort of oddball, weird fucking comedy where he's just come into it, and they've told him, "Oh, hey, you're going to be in this movie." And he's gone, "Oh, great, sounds funny." And then he's just like played it comedically as fuck, and then just walked away and gone, "What the fuck was I just in?" Controversial opinion, but Bill Murray's character has been recreated. You do realize this? It's Saul Goodman. Oh, fuck yeah, it's a Saul Goodman. Fuck Ooh, yeah, it's Saul Goodman. Yeah. That's exactly who he is. He's Saul oh, yeah. Goodman. He is yeah. Saul Goodman, yeah. Must admit, favourite scene of the movie is when we see the shot of everybody wearing their neck braces, and we've all worked out that he's managed to get them all this like fucking money, <laughs> like insurance claim money. <laughs> I was like, that's, that is, it's a Saul Goodman move. It's just so Saul Goodman. Holy shit. There you go. The cast is being formed. Yeah. So, so, yeah, definitely. We, Better we, Call Saul will be in this movie. Can we recast yeah, yeah, yeah. this movie by the end of this podcast? We can. Bob Odenkirk for Bill Murray. There we go. That's, that's the first start. There you go. All right. There we go. I like that. Anywho, that takes us down to question number nine. What is it there, Dory? What is the biggest dick move in this movie? And there's lots of them. There is lots. I've got a top three. So I'm going to let you guys go first so I don't steal your guys' one. <laughs> well, you, can't, you can't do three, mate. Like, I, I, you're fucking outshining everyone. If you go straight to biggest dick move, I think it's harpooning your get- getaway partner. I think that's fucking pretty dick move, isn't it? You, you've got it set. It's just you two now. It's just you two. You've got an agreement. And then you fucking decide, especially when old mate, you've just um, convinced him to um, go and tie up what you need to. He's fucking kicked off. And then you decide, oh, yeah, I'll harpoon this motherfucker. Yeah. Out at yeah. sea. He's trying to have a holiday. And you're like, see ya. Poison him first and then harpooned him. Yeah. Oh, it, valid. Uh, you the, might the, take the, the risky approach, you know? Like, he even manages to climb up that fucking rope and back onto the boat. Yeah. Do it one and done. Just shoot him in the head of a gun. Yeah, yeah. Spear gun wouldn't be my choice of mm. fucking land weapons. I think the fact that she, like, gives him the little, like, quiz about option one. How did... <laughs> you know that part? With uh, her sulky face. Yeah, yeah with, with her squinty. <laughs> Um, I've just got to bring it up, in terms of like preposterously insane parts, how did she manage to sneak onto this boat, stay underneath the boat, hang out there long enough, and then just come out and fucking scare Kevin Bacon? So what was Shit, happening- Boats aren't very big places, right? And have you ever been on a boat like that? What's the yeah. first thing you do? Oh my god, show me your boat, this thing's massive! Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> what was actually happening What's downstairs, here? though? Uh, a hiding girl. <laughs> yeah, whatever, you, whatever you do, don't go in that cupboard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There was the barber surgeon, actually, down um, <laughs> down in the cabin, and she, he was getting, like, dyeing the hair. <laughs> Fixing her teeth. Like, yeah, that's actually when it happened. <laughs> oh, good. By the way, don't go down there, bro. The biggest dick move in this movie was your guys' favourite, Bill Murray. How did he know that Nev Campbell was going to be the final, like, survivor of all these people? There were so many variables. So many people could have died. Like, there were so many, like, sort of almost awkward kill scenes that could have gone either way. Yeah. And he knew that she was going to be the last one and turns up, like, why would he even bring come? Why would he even arrive? I feel like he's playing 4D chess and he probably had an agreement with every single fucking one of them. A hundred percent. Like, there were... so many more people involved in this than needed to be. That's that's the problem. And he was the dick move because he was going to win regardless. Uh, I have to disagree with you because he's a lawyer. But he was condoning murder. Because oh, the, the rest of them weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, he's the moral compass of this film. Is that what you're yeah. Look, man. I, Not sorry, the other I, sorry, I'd have to disagree because you almost expect the lawyers to be dicks. You know, <laughs> you, do. you do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the lawyers out there who are. Oh, spending- we've got thousands of lawyers. Yeah, you guys podcast. are throwing the most cash to our Patreon, and thank you. Like yep. we're, we're getting to get a lot of cash. So yeah, stop telling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you kind of expect a lawyer to be a dick. I just thought it was a real dick move and almost preposterous. Uh, my top three coming in at number three. Getting the couple randy and then walking away, as we discussed. That was a bit of a yeah, dick was a, move. He should have just fucked her. He's fucked everyone else. Exactly. Mm. Who, who hasn't he fucked at this point? You're right. Uh, number two, her mum dismounting the pool boy and answering the phone in the middle of sex. Dismounting. <laughs> dismounting <laughs> is the best way to describe it. I mean, the hired help was dismissed, right? Like, yeah. That's all he was. Yeah. Followed it up with, no one's handled my boat like you have, Sam. Yeah. Quotes I'd love to hear after. Have you, have you, you've heard that a few times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, and then, yeah, the final one. We've already talked about it. Biggest dick move, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Swinging hog. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty big dick. That was a pretty big dick. And it moved. Were you impressed? I, yeah, I, was, I was jealous. Oh, yeah. Would you stand at the urinal next to Kevin Bacon? No. You'd hug the corner, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, as he's like six feet back, like... Leaning backwards with two hands outstretched, yeah. and you're huddled in the corner. You know, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> He's like one of those sort of like got a selfie stick type people, yeah. just like fucking guiding it towards the area it's supposed to be in. Yeah, I'll, you mean Kevin Bacon, not short on meat. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Massive hog. Can I just add a little bit there that the fact that Sam Hurley just made this into a top three. Dick move, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest dick move. We all get one option in here. It's a trump up. I'll, I'll just go top three. Fuck you. A lot of dick moves. <laughs> like, we're not even talking about like, the main ones. We've gone for like the weird, obscure ones. Because there's a lot of fucking massive dick moves. Look, fair call. I'm still going to call you out on it. Yeah. <laughs> Filming a couple of girls getting it on in the fucking pool. Kind of a dick move. Oh, I've gone into number four. I'm, yeah. No, I kind of approved of that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just personal opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, Sam, what about um, question number 10? Question number 10 is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of uh, the woman, Emily Higgins, that we mentioned before, that gave us her hyperbole sandwich. Emily is going to be on an upcoming episode, even next week or the week after, where me, Machu, and her are going to do Demolition Man. Can't wait for that, because Machu hates Sandra Bullock. I mean, Machu is not a fan. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, Machu has opinions about Sandra Bullock, so that's going to be exciting, whereas Emily is Sandra's biggest fan. Uh, go check out her podcast, Tasteless. It's just awesome. Anywho, Emily's question. What movie would you guys pair with this to make a double feature? It's got to be Cruel Intentions. It does. It's got to be. It does. It absolutely fucking does. They're, they're sort of, you know, released about the same time. Mm. They're both sort of the same sort of genre. I don't, I don't know. They're just... Erotic thriller. Uh, erotic, is, that, is that actually erotic is that the thriller. genre that you put on this? Erotic, yeah, erotic, erotic, erotic thriller. thriller. Yeah. 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 See, I've searched that and I've been banned from my ISP <laughs> provider. Hey, aren't you the IT guy at work? And? <laughs> and roll out into 50 different countries. What are, you, what are you trying to say about it? Fickle, fickle. Look, I've, um, I've gone, I thought that was going to be the, the go-to. I've gone, a, uh, I feel like a little bit on a tangent and I've taken a, th- a theme from the film, which is the um, kind of the courtroom aspect and I've gone Rainmaker. So you're seeing the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because you see the court case of a, what do we call this thriller? A um, raunchy yeah. a raunchy thriller. Yeah. Yeah. And a up-and-coming lawyer, you know, trying to take this and defend his, um, his client. And I feel like that's, that's kind of the... The other side to this, you know, mm. it's a balancing. It's so a balancing. You're going, you're going not like yeah, a yin yang, yin yang, yin yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah evening it out. Yeah, evening it out. That's that's kind of the um, the aspect I've gone for. Interestingly, Emily paired this with Gone Girl. Said Wild Things is a better film than Gone Girl, mm. and I'm going to go out and limb and piss off every David Fincher film fan and say, yeah, maybe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Gone. I liked Gone Girl. Loved Gone Girl. It's enjoyable, but it's nowhere near as enjoyable as this. It's not as much. Um, what did like? Did you sp- you picked up on it? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh, to be honest, when it came on, I closed my eyes a little bit. Uh, just you know, well, it's 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 annoying when um, you're sitting next to the missus and you're like, you can't look. <laughs> oh, just you know, sometimes I take a good movie and wreck it with a bit of smut, and I just don't like letting that infiltrate. Oh, you know my not, opinions no. of the movie. That's why would you watch an extended version of the film? Yeah. You know, I'm pretty proud that you guys watched this with your missus. I told Stacey about it and told her what it was about, and she said, "Sweet, I'm going out," and she hasn't come back. So. I think so. so context. <laughs> I don't to know that, when she is coming back. <laughs> context to that, right? Like as the um, the swimming pool scene commences, and it, obviously it starts off with the kind of um, it's quite physical, not in the attempted sense that you think, it's yeah. attempted murder, right? Yeah. And Caroline receives a phone call at just the right time, where the tent is being pitched. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like Karen was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take the phone." I'm like, yeah, "Yep, no worries, goes all behind you." Full surround sound comes on. <laughs> just like, Check me the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me, Karen, and I. And great. you slowed it down to point three speed. It was yeah. it was great times. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where the fuck that came from. 
proud of you, man. Proud of you. Anywho, uh, let's move us over to our personal questions that we thought of while we were watching this film. Dory, you're up. What do you got? Dory's question number one from Dory. Hi, guys. Would you rather pull out your own tooth or get someone to pull your tooth out for you? There's a thing called a dentist. No, but like if you were doing it like hillbilly style, like at two in the morning, you had to get rid of a tooth. Yeah. Would you rather get the pliers and rip that fucker out yourself or would you get me to do it? Easy answer. Yeah, I'd rather do it myself. Nah. Could you do it yourself, do you think? I don't think you could. I, no, look, I've, I've re... Look, I know you well. You're a pussy. There's no way you could do it. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. <sighs> when your tooth feels just fine yeah, and you've got to flick that pain on yourself, like, do you think you could break your own arm or do you think someone would? Mm. it would be easier to get someone to break your arm? I reckon just like... You couldn't Because you've got to be mentally prepared for it, right? And I feel like sitting there waiting for someone to do it. I'd, I'm, I'm too impatient. Well, what does she do? Because I wouldn't like somebody, be, eh, what am I going to do? I'd be like, ah, fuck you, and just fucking do it myself. What was she doing? She was getting pretty fucked up. She was having shots of whatever she was having. She was getting drunk, right? Mm. Yeah. What's your same, answer? Same approach. You, so I'll you, get someone else to do it. Yeah. I think, I think it's the only else. way you, I could do it. I'll get someone else to do it. I'd, to the point where, yep, give me a couple of shots of tequila, pin me back. Usually it goes into something else, but this time around, pull my tooth out. Have one of your mum's valiums. If I was drunk, I'd do it myself. I know I'd do it myself. I'd be too impatient to be... I'd be too scared that they were going to be too much of a pussy and, you know, feel too sorry for you. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. Oh, I'd, I'd, look, I'd rather, I'd be like, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. The worst thing you'd want is you get someone to do it and then they fucking back out halfway. Yeah, because they've got... You know, they're going you know, at it and then it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, finish me off, man. Fucking yeah. don't leave me here. Yeah. And we're still t- talking about teeth. Oh, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm cringing Are just we? thinking about it. <laughs> Question number two from Dory. Who is the most sinister character in this movie? This is a hard one because mm. I legitimately feel like there's a three-way tie for the first and then there's and Kevin Bacon. You know? Oh, here we go. Three fucking answers by, again. By, no, no, no. no. You, come on. <laughs> I, sinister, I just sort of mean, who's the most evil? I mean, you, you feel like it's Nev Campbell because she's manipulated everybody into doing all this shit. And she won. It, and like, she won. Yeah. And, and that's, what, that's the thing. Whereas, like... Part of me just doesn't like Denise Richards, you know? Like, part of me feels like she was evil. Hold on, I mean, they're, about, they're all um, fucking evil. So who's your third tie? Oh, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon was... Yeah. What the fuck are you up to, bro? I still feel like um, you've ruled out Kevin Bacon too early. He just seemed like too much of a dum-dum. Like, admittedly, mm-hmm. he just went out of his way to kill um, Denise Richards. Whereas, like, Nev Campbell went out of his way to kill fucking all of them. Yeah, right? but he's, he's still got the agenda so of not, running away. Right? Why yeah. did it, why did mum let him in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the buzzer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's an answer for earlier, right? <laughs> and then, oh, he, then he just cruised out the back. Hey, uh, it's, the it's a cop. Let me in now. Yeah. I'm going to go shoot your daughter. <laughs> but, yeah, fucking, Fig, fucking That's why she let him in. <laughs> she wanted to get rid of her fucking stupid daughter. Good answers. Mm. Uh, my last question is, of all the sort of people who collude together to pull off this massive heist, I've alluded that they included way too many people in this plan. So if you had to pick one of these characters to pull off something similar, and you just picked one because you're not a fucking idiot, <laughs> who would you pick? Speak for yourself. Look, I'm hoping she's learned a little bit from the first time around that went wrong. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, maybe, maybe my head's not in the right space about being successful. Oh, one of your heads is in the right space. <laughs> But I'm going to try and do this with Denise. <laughs> Denise Richards. Yeah, just because, like, fuck, if we fail... Kelly Van Ryan. If, uh, if he, we fail, at least I gave this a shot and, he, you know, I might get something on the way. But the thing is, like, I think if she's hard up for you like she was for Matt Dillon, she'll go along with shit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If, if you need to ditch her later on, you can. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, pretty easy and she'll to be do fine. that. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Well, she's got the fucking trust fund anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, there's more than... More where that came from, um, but in, along the journey, you're you're getting a um, a good solid uh, actions. Actions no, don't I'm translate well just... to a podcast. I was Rich. about to say, my god, listeners, if you can see what Mitch <laughs> is doing right now, Sam, yeah. Sam, who would you pick to collude with in the sinister plan? Uh, as much as I've shared on him, and Denise Richards taken off the table, probably Kevin Bacon. I mean, he's a cop. Oh, hold on. No, no, but the thing is, like, he... That's a massive hog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you even put a question there. What were you going to steal? Like, you know, what were you going to heist? 
I'd heist a hog. This guy knows how to fucking steal hogs. He's got a hog. That's one fresh Harley Davidson sitting out of my garage, man. And he's expendable. Like we see, he's a dum dum who's like infatuated with guys. So like, after I'm done with him, I'll just fucking kick him off Dory's boat. I mean, fucking anyone's boat. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Points to Mitch. You pick the right answer. <laughs> of course, he's oh, well, you Sam. Sam was my first choice, but oh, yeah, yeah. Sam, everyone on the podcast, the dedicated listeners that have been wondering for number of episodes <laughs> now we know they you. got they got some answers just here sam mm. hog curly <laughs> hog i just want a hog can in we, my garage can we just call him hog from now on <laughs> yeah, bacon hog you know it's just, just, yeah, yeah. It just works yeah. well on that on the kevin bacon note um and moving on to my questions no no porn parody question this week guys nope but what is the name of kevin bacon's film that he's um, awkwardly filming in the bushes. I liked that the detective chief or whatever pointed out. Looks like you're trying to make a porno. Oh, because it, it does. 100%. Absolutely. Well, he's filming two girls hooking up in a pool. So, yeah. yeah, it was a porno. Well, as most great films that we've watched, I think that we'd agree that that's how we'd like most of them to begin. Watched, not finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you're asking me what I, would, what I would call it? What would you dub the... Well, shameless plug here, but I would call it Getting Wet with Dory. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, and if you follow the link, you'll find <laughs> you something were- that you wish you'd never clicked on. <laughs> I have a kayak fishing channel that's about to launch, and it's called Getting Wet with Dory. And if you avid kayak fishermen out there on the movie <laughs> podcast would like to see... Some absolutely explosive action adventure you should follow. What about you, um, Sam? Uh, yeah, easy answer for me. Two girls, one cop. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, I talked about it with you last sure, night. I was like, two girls, one pool? Nah, two girls, one cop. There yeah, we go. Punny. Yeah, punny. I like it. Very good. Moving on to my second question. Uh, who would you cast as Denise's character if the movie was made today? So Denise was 27. When this film came out, so she was playing a teenager. Nev Campbell's about 24. Okay. Uh, so for me, I was trying to find an actress who was in her late 20s that looks gorgeous mm-hmm. and is uh, built for the role, I think. Built. Oh, built. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. Yep. Be polite about it. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah, that's a good Ooh, yeah, call. Yeah, nice. She's, like, bu- she's built for the role. She's built for the role, but she also has that look of like all-American cheerleader, sweetheart type, but oh, yep. slightly sinister, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you need that, need that, you know. Sure. Hand action. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ha- hand actions don't work in this podcast. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I'm doing a hand action. Well, it's hand- not the one you're thinking of, listeners. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm doing thinking, a hand like, There's some uh, hand actions in this podcast. It was definitely more of a Parkinson's type hand action. <laughs> Having I a stroke. But uh, um, I'll let you guys work out what type of stroke. What about you, um, Dory? Um, I went for someone a little bit more obscure. I've been really enjoying sexual education on Netflix recently. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And in the most recent season, Otis has a new girlfriend. And her name is Ruby in the show, but her real name is Mimi Keen. Mimi Keen. Mimi, Mimi Keen. Keen. Look, I, I must admit, I have not... Um, I'm very much a Netflix viewer. I haven't watched Sex Education, but... Um, Sam's going to bring her up on the screen right now, <laughs> as he has with Kate Upton, and clearly lost my concentration as Dory was um, was I, describing his answer. Once again, right, Mimi Keen, she's kind of like a um, she's British, brunette. She's young. She's kind of like a Denise Richards type in the sense that she's young, she's petite, yet still very much built for the role. Right. And would never sleep with any of us. Yeah, she definitely is a Denise Richards type. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, on that note, um, on characters of the movie, what character in this movie would be your spirit animal? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about him. It's Bill Murray. It's fucking, it's <laughs> of course it's Bill Murray. It's like this happy-go-lucky, you know, hey, we'll see you at the club. Yeah, fuck your club. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I love, actually, about him is when they he, he knows he's in the right situation. He's got everyone by the balls, and he goes to that wacky restaurant for a feed. Yeah. And for a drink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you are the boss. No, you haven't taken this and gone to a fancy restaurant. You've mm. gone to like some place where you're happy, you know. And you're which, just is like, like, I know, which is me. I know. Which is me. I love it. That's why I love it. I can't remember who it was, Groucho Marx or something like that, who said something like, I don't want to be a part of any club that would have me. 
And that's like the way I sort of live my life. And the same with Bill Murray. It's like, see you at the club. He's like, I'm going to be at your fucking club. Why the fuck would I want to be there? Yeah, I like that. I like that. (laughs) What about you, Doe? I think I would be principal. (laughs) Fuck off. The principal. The principal. The principal, yeah. You know what? How? Well, (sighs) I know you too well, (laughs) Dory. I feel like... You like telling a guy named Sam to get the fuck out of your building? He didn't tell him to. He, he, no, he didn't. He, didn't, he had his back the whole time. He was. That, he was that embrace. He was just that a, embrace. Yeah, he was a loyal friend, and he saw the yeah. good in everyone, yeah. just like me. And all he did was get shat on by all his mates, and everyone was just playing him the whole time. And I feel like I walk through life pretty aimlessly with friends that are just stabbing me in the back all the time. <laughs> and hey, hey, on that note, <laughs> do you know who you really are? Who? There's the guy at the start, and then when they write down on the board sex crimes, and they go, do you guys know what a sex crime is? And that dude in the crowd's like, yeah, not getting any. That's fucking you, bro. 100% that that's is you. That He's is the one that would call out your mid-fucking speech, or you're, you're describing something, and halfway through, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy that's kicking you down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. When you're Absolutely. in the trenches. When you've you like, had jack shit to say to anyone, you're like, finally got my time to shine, got attention on me, given a little talk, and then Dory's like, I'm not fucking having this. I need to be the centre of attention. <laughs> we love you. We love you, Dory. <laughs> See? Always stab him in the back. <laughs> I am the fucking principal. Anywho, that takes me down to my questions. So, yeah, first question, what percentage of the town do you guys reckon Matt Dillon's character has boned? Okay, so... He's basically fucked all the attractive women right. between the age of about 15 and 45. Well, he's boning school kids, right? Yeah, but they're 18, so it's consensual age. Consensual age is 18 in America, by the way. I understand, but I don't think this guy's sort of concerned with that. He clearly Never. doesn't play within the rules. No, right? no, 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 no. He, he's murdering fucking people, so yeah. no, he doesn't give a So within the town, like he's a, he's a good-looking rooster and he gets lots of attention, so he wouldn't be fucking any mingers. So... I'm going to say he's fucked like 30% of the women that are all the attractive ones between that age bracket. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of on your wavelength. Yeah, and then I figure that he's probably fucked about 20% of the dudes. Yeah. (laughs) And now, so... So a quarter of the population, probably. No, I've gone with 52%. See, 20% of the dudes, 30% of the women. I don't want to tell you where the other 2% come from, but... (laughs) Oh, Jesus Look, mate, I can't uh, fault your math. <laughs> That'll be I it. can't fault your math there. Okay, well, I can. <laughs> because he's talking about 20% of dudes and 30% of women. That doesn't equal 50% of the population. Oh, just ge- you're saying generally? Uh, that is 25% of the population. Yeah. I'm just choosing to ignore a certain fucking comment he's made. <laughs> I'm just going straight for the fact. 20 or 30% is 25% of the population. You know I think, I think yeah, what, yeah, you've, yeah. what you've underplayed there is probably the milk the factor. Let, let's agree Jeez. for around a 50 to 60 percentile. I can't wait to see how much of this I edit. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, let's move me over to my next question. Uh, would you guys spend three months in an American jail for a shot at sharing $8.5 million? And by the way, when we get introduced to that jail... <laughs> We start off with guy looking at him and going, so you're the new chicken liquor. To be honest, three months for that amount of cash. My short answer is yes. The context to this is you need to have a very good plan. Right. You could do that on your knees, bro. Valid. (laughs) You give it a crack. Providing there's a good plan in place, then why wouldn't you? If you have morals. Which I think is the problem, is that there's not a good plan in place, because these people... N- well, that's, you, that's... You didn't stipulate that in the question. No, no. No, you no, no. I you said, didn't. like, you, you know, there's three other idiots as well as part of this plan. It's a shot at sharing $8.5 million. I'd do it. I turn up to work every day to work with you fuckheads. <laughs> I get harassed. I get molested. And I do it for a you mere... You get molested. And, and you get $8.5 million, and I, right? And I get a mere <laughs> fraction of that amount for three months. Like, the scarring, it, I may not show it on the outside, but internally, fuck it. It's taken its toll. And I think if, if you could put, like, a termination date on that and I just had to survive three more months, I could do it. You're braver than me, and this is what I love about these questions. Listeners, you don't have to answer them yourself, so let's move on. 
Um, as I mentioned, these guys were here for the Showgirls episodes. So I want to know from you guys. What do you guys reckon was hotter? The pool scene in this, the pool scene in Showgirls, and I, and I threw it out there as a bit of a wild card, the pool scene in old school, you know, when Stifler and Wolfie will make out. No, no, when when Stifler gives Wolfie all CPR and... Yeah. Yeah, he starts he's fucking Frenching me, man. Look, I'll, um, I'll, I'll kick this one off. The fact that we transition from a quite an aggressive scene to a sexual scene. Uh, which one are you talking about? Oh, the, the, the pool, pool scene. scene. Yeah, which, yeah, which pool scene are you talking about? Every uh, single one of them starts off quite aggressive. Well, no, no, I think there's uh, the fact where there's, you know, there's a, I think there's real death in question here. Like, mind you, the first time I'm, I'm watching it here, the fact that that flips around from a choking scene into a finger in the mouth is what probably puts this one across the line. Okay. It's this one. It's, <laughs> there, there's, there's no question for me. Like this, this whole movie's made its entire, what did it gross? What did it make? 62.8 million. Boners. $67.2 US million. What did I say? It was pretty close. How much of that, like, oh, you say, like, 60 million of that, 67 was basically from that one scene. Like, yeah. You come out of this movie, what are you talking about? It's the best, it's the probably most iconic sex scene in a film. I'm going to go that far. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, what's, what's a more iconic sort of like sex scene? Sharon Stone and Michael Douglas and Basic Instinct. Yeah, that's up there. Yeah, Team America World Police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's up there too. That would that should be on the list. Team America World Police is a very good sex scene. Anywho, that's enough of that. Let's move us down to our last question. Also, a Patreon question comes courtesy of our man Chris Yenny. Fuck you, the man Chris. That's all I gotta say. You're the fucking man. Love you. Anywho. His question this week, what song would you guys insert into this film and where? And we usually try to be as on the nose as possible. So I'm going straight to the credits, right? And you're getting to see all the explanations to what actually went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going for like a real upbeat finish to this. Skrillex, Bangarang. Yeah, okay. Yep. Bangarang. And then you're like, (laughs) yeah, and then you're just like, fuck, that happened. Bangarang! Yeah, I can see it. Bangarang! That's good. I like it. Yeah, that's good. I went with what I thought was pretty obvious, and I'm surprised that I'm going to get it now and it hasn't been taken. Yeah, with a Katy Perry number. I kissed a girl and I liked it. Yeah. Taste of her cherry chapstick. That's good, bitch. I like that. You knew knew where I was going, too. I can hit the tones when I need to. Please don't sue us, Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it was that that accurate. It was that accurate. If you you shazammed that, it would come up. You reckon it would work? 100%. Fuck, I'm trying that. It's it's obvious, but it would work, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, So this goes to the point of the remake. That would be in it. I reckon it would. Is it too corny? Yeah, I feel like it's not corny enough in some ways for this fucking film. That's Jesus the thing Christ. with this. You can get away with it. That's what I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. Samwise? Uh, I was going to go over the Trog's wild thing, but that's just fucking too obvious. Uh, wild thing, I think I love you. Wild then, thing! There we go. Bow. Yeah, and bow, I kissed bow. the girl and I liked it. That was up there as well, but... Uh, I'm going to go with one that hasn't been used on this podcast yet because we've retired a ton of songs. I'm going to go with Alice Cooper's Poison. Yeah. When she poisons him. Yeah, it would work. Poison. Your lips are venomous poison. There we go. Song. Yeah. Running through my veins. Running through my veins. You're good, bitch. Yeah, you are good. You are good. (laughs) Thanks, guys. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. We're done. We're done. I think we can. Go relieve ourselves now and watch this movie for wrap it up. A couple of the favorite scenes. Thank you so much to Mitch for coming back, man. It's been so long. Thanks for having me. It has been a little while, and thank you for all the um, the awesome questions that we've uh, we've had. Not from you two fuckers, but from all the <laughs> uh, the contributors who who've made this thing quite interesting. Thank you, people. Thank you, Patreons. You guys are paying for my KFC addiction. You guys are amazing, and thank you, Dory. It may be a shock to some listeners that I'm actually in this podcast because I feel like 90% of what I've said is going to get edited out. But (laughs) I appreciate you involving me, Sam. Thanks, guys. No probs.
Uh, upcoming episodes, as I mentioned, Demolition Man starring me, Emily, and Machu. I'm and pretty sure Sylvester Stallone's in that one too. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> I do a better mumble voice than he does any fucking day, so fuck oh, that oh, you got it. He's a wog, you know. <laughs> He's a wog, man. Listeners, the term that Mitch just used is an Australian slang term for somebody of uh, Southern Europe descent. So typically Greek, Italian, or in Mitch's case, Maltese. So yeah, definitely not the offensive term that you guys are thinking of, America. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. you're entitled to say that. and uh, we're, I can just, say that. Yes, you, you can say that because you're a one as two. So we're just going to move along. Um, anywho... Thank you again, everyone, for listening. As Mitch mentioned, thank you to our Patreons for contributing and keeping the lights on. It's awesome. Giving you guys the upcoming episodes. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In, where we are our most prolific. Or you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Movie Reviews and 20 Qs. Or send us an email at mritqs at gmail.com. Anyway, yeah, that's thanks for me. You can also find us at uh, hashtag getting wet with Dory. Find us on um, Pornhub forward slash getting wet with. Dory's run away to have a smoke. <laughs> Bye.